We are back. That's right. We're back in the Half-Baked Treehouse. I am still your host, The Manic Mustache. We are still here in the Treehouse. Don't forget to follow us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever finer podcasts are found. That's if you missed this live broadcast. That's right. We broadcast live Sunday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. till, well, whenever I run out of steam. That's right. That is on Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com slash Half-Baked Treehouse. Don't forget to slide in our slide into our DMs at Treehouse Duo. That's where you can find both of us, both I and the mustache i think or something either way that's where you got us we are here and as promised we're going to talk about the uh one and only marky mark Wahlberg. right mark Wahlberg. it's funny when you think about mark Wahlberg. if you don't because i kind of do or don't sometimes it's weird you know uh Mark Wahlberg, what, what is there to say about the man? Other than um, underwear model, uh, friends with a teddy bear, uh, you know, was, was a football player in his 40s, I guess. But um, he, I don't know if you know this, uh, he's in a movie, it's called uh, Father Stew, right? Um I was kind of like whatever about it when I first saw it. Like I saw the previews and whatnot, and I'm like, oh man! Like it almost felt like a farcical type movie where they're just kind of like gonna like something they were gonna some fuckery was gonna go about. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of out. But then this article kind of brought me in. And here's one of the things that I could say that religion say what you want about religion, say what you want about the Catholic Church. Okay. Um, but religion and church and everything about it kind of has a um, what would you call it? There are benefits. I promise you this. But this is from an article uh, bounding into comics. That's right. Mark Wahlberg explains why new film directly opposes cancel culture. So when I saw that, it kind of sparked my interest. I was like, all right. I will listen to what this man has to say. So um, this article is by um, John F. Trent from Bounding Into Comics. Uh, Mark Wahlberg recently Mark Wahlberg recently explained why his new film Father Stew directly opposes cancel culture. In an interview with Faithwire promoting the upcoming film, Wahlberg declares this movie to Lula. Uh, declares, quote, this movie is very, has a very clear message that we are not going to give up on people. He elaborates, we are not going to turn our backs on people because of the mistakes they've made, because uh, of the mistakes they've made. We are going to tell people and encourage people that nobody is beyond redemption and that we support you and we love you. We accept you for who you are. I'm totally on board with that message except for pedophiles. There, I said it. And rapists. Pedophiles and rapists. So there you go. That's literally where I draw the line. What can I say? But uh, let's get back into bounding into comics. Con- content report. Reporting. Sorry. 
Uh, Faith Wires Oli. What the actual is that? Trey Goins? Trey Goins Phillips? Trey Goins Phillips. Oh, God. Hope that's Goins. Uh, notes. Part of why cancel culture is so toxic. The part of why cancel culture is so toxic is because, as Wahlberg says, there's nothing worse than when somebody realizes that people don't care because it causes them to lose hope and have no faith. That's true. You need to have a redemption arc. You need to have the ability to come back, rise above. Um, like I said, I, I mean, and if it is what it is, like I said, uh, I saw the trailer for, for, for father stew and I guess he was just getting out of prison and tells his mom, he's like, I'm going to be a priest. And she was like, for Halloween, but like he got out of jail and he's like, you know what? I want to turn my life around. And I hear, I hear the call of the Lord. And the thing to me is like, why was it played as a, I mean, I'm assuming there is some humor in there, I guess, but why was that played as a, it, it's weird to me. Someone who is by no means staunch, staunch, staunchly religious. All right. I'm going to say this right now. I was raised Mexican Catholic in that you do this because that's what we do. And, um, once you become an adult, not even that, not even that, this is what we, we do this because this is what we do. You are doing this because this is what I want you to do. And then once you're done, you can decide if you want to keep on doing this or not. So I never completely uh, rejected religion. Only because so much of what I learned from religion, um, at least the good parts, in my opinion, have have made me the person I am today, the man that I am today. It gave me um, foundations. It gave me the 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 foundation needed to set this house that is my life on top of. Though even when there was some sketchy shit going on in my life, the foundation was still there. Got a little dry rot in one of the walls, right? That's okay because the foundation is strong. We can take it out. We can fix it. We can put another house on it. All we need is that footprint of strong moral foundations. And um, <clears throat> maybe I was lucky. You know, but, uh, it was, I learned a lot. I was, um, lucky enough to have a, uh, uh, a Monsignor that, uh, welcomed questions and then said, and then when was asked a question that he didn't know the answer to in the time, in the moment, would come back and, and would say, you know what? I need to look into that. And he would take out this this little notebook, right? One of those little flip books type. 
and he would write it down. <clears throat> then he'd put it in his pocket, and then he would continue on with uh, whatever he was doing. And here's the thing. I only remember the times that he might have come back with an answer. Uh, I don't know if he ever forgot, but, I mean, for the most part, he was... I remember him several times. He he was very involved in the catechism and whatnot and the youth, uh, at least in the uh, older kind of uh, uh, confirmations uh, classes, especially, I remember. And, um, you know, a answered questions and was involved. And then one day wasn't, and then it became very weird. And that's a whole nother story. <clears throat> but I could dwell on the uh, not fun parts of my religious uh, uh, education. But instead, I choose to dwell on the, the good parts and think about how I've benefited from my, 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 uh, my religiosity, if you will, and been allowed to have redemption. I was not a good kid in high school. Boy, was I not. But, uh, you know, I was always given a uh, path back into the graces of uh, my teachers and the Lord. So um, I can say uh, uh, from experience that there was always a way back into the, into the uh, graces of God. Luckily, none of mine were uh, any weird stuff, if you know what I mean. But I think that's one of the things that I, I think might we might forget to do every once in a while. And I think I'm going to watch Father Stew because of because of this, right? Um, let's see here. So, in contrast, words you can't give up on people, right? Oh, sorry. So I'll read back a little bit. Uh, let's see here, because it causes them to lose hope and have no faith. In contrast, Wahlberg says, you can't give up on people. That's right, you can't. Uh, the actor then observed, um, the actor then observed, and people are so quick to turn their backs on people, and, uh, negatively as well as, uh, um, neg uh, and negative negativity sorry and negativity as a whole has just been amplified in the way that it's really hard to rem uh, to remind people of the importance of love and supporting people people can be do incredible things I feel like mark just learned the word like have you ever i don't know maybe it's just i mean bro you got to i know it's a quote but out a scare here or there something we we got too many peoples in the people people of the people right how many peoples is that in that paragraph i just got to look real quick it's weird maybe it just felt like too many peoples one two three four five maybe it's just the back-to-back -back peoples that really got to me because in the yeah sorry i digress Wahlberg would also detail why he decided to make a father stew which he invested his own money into making I'm kind of doing all this not to uh, continue 
growing my career, but to utilize my career for good and to do God's work. Wow. I'm going to be totally honest. I did not see that coming. I did not see Mark Wahlberg as a, uh, a religious fellow. And I'm assuming Catholic, too. I mean, you know, I don't know. what is Wahlberg German? Are Germans Catholic? German Catholic? Is that a thing? Is Wahlberg? I got to know. Wow. How? I'm that racist, right? Uh, there we go. Because Wahlberg, is Wahlberg Irish? That's not Irish. Right? feel real bad it's like what what is he because and as and like i said as a as a mexican we all need to know are, are you one of us what do we have in common here are you one of are you one of us colored or different colored i'm sorry for uh i really am sorry for this detour but it's gonna bug the hell out of me because he's, obviously he's catholic right I uh, was born, uh, music group, oh, that's not what I want to know, early life, here we go, early family life, born, uh, Boston, uh, youngest of nine children, bet you didn't know that, uh, Korean War, is of Swedish descent, there you go. As well as Irish through his paternal grandmother. So he's just kind of, so he's just your regular white boy from Boston. All right. Okay. That's Catholic. Yeah, Boston Catholic. That's pretty common. If mom, and if moms, and if all the the matriarchs are Catholic and obviously Irish, well, then they definitely, definitely going to be Catholic. So there you go. I I think I'd raise my kids Catholic. So make sure to keep them away from you know maybe have a have a talk with the uh, the priest. Make sure he smells uh, good and liquored up. That way, I know he's got at least his vices under control, right? I don't know. Sorry, I uh, obviously went down a rabbit hole that I was not supposed to. Back to um, bounding into commas. If so, we continue. Um, so if I can continue to do that in a major way. Rem- remaining humble and just doing it for all the right reasons, then I would much rather have that be my uh, legacy than being the biggest box office star in the world. He professed, I would like to have a legacy that I had a positive impact on some people. Wahlberg concluded. That's good. Um, I mean, Hell, I've not seen the movie, but I think I will. I think that's what I'm going to do is watch this dadgum movie. Not a lot of movies that I get excited about, and this one has definitely got my attention. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm, I think I'm kind of done for the night. I'm feeling, feeling the fatigue setting in. The coffee ain't doing a goddamn thing but stain my teeth. But I think one thing we can do, and I think this is a good place to put uh, a pin in this, which is that, um, well, you know what? I guess we got to get to the part where he has, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rally, I'm rallying, kink the neck. Let's get into this. I also lost my spot because I started 
looking at other stuff. Continue to do major way remain concluded. All right. Um, he told uh, Arroyo. Who's Arroyo? Hang on, what the hell? Oh, there we go. Miss that little piece of text. Uh, Wahlberg made similar comments while talking to Fox News's uh Raymond Arroyo. Okay, well there you go. I was like, who the fuck is Arroyo? I feel like I missed something. It's amazing how like one single line of text can explain so much. Uh, he told Arroyo, uh, that's not why the scene in the prison was so important to me and the most uh, pivotal because it's about not giving up. It's about not giving up. Okay. I don't think we had to, we could have. All right. Uh, when ha- when asked to describe the scene, Wahlberg says, well, he's pretty harsh with them, but he speaks their language. Stu sees himself in all of those prisoners. It could have easily been his life. He was on the track for quite some time. Oh, so he wasn't in jail? Or was never arrested? Hmm. Or maybe he was. Can you be a priest after you've been arrested? Right? If you have like a if you're a felon? Huh. Well, that's a I mean God. Gotta ask somebody. If anyone knows of any uh, clergy in the Catholic Church, I need to know if you're a felon, uh, can you still be a uh, can you still be a priest? Can you still be ordained? Just a question. Uh, not that important, but go ahead and slide into our, our hell. Hashtag, uh, I don't know, what do we got a hashtag for? How are we going to do this one? I don't even know. Hashtag, yes, we can. All right. Hashtag, yes, we can. Um, or yes, they can. Because we're not felons. I'm not a felon, but I also don't want to be a priest. So, uh, sorry. Bounding in the comics reporting. When asked to describe the scene, uh, Wahlberg says, uh, oh, let's see, we already got that. Uh, he was on that track for quite some time. Okay. And he just basically says that this, uh, that with all the stuff going on in, in, uh, uh, going on with your family and everything else, God is not going to give up on you. Don't you dare go and give up on yourself. And he's challenging them to turn their lives around. You know it. You know it's never too late. As long as you're breathing, you have an opportunity to redeem yourself. Wahlberg details. Um, Arroyo wants uh, would then ask, "Do you uh, do you think we as a people, as a society, that we are too quick to judge and drop people into the box and cancel them over one offense, one problem, one moment in their lives?" So I'm gonna, I'd like to answer that question a little bit, if I may. I don't, I know, Marky Mark don't give a fuck. I think the problem is. Is that too many people that, um, too many people that are like, oh, you know, cancel culture is bad. And then when someone gets canceled, right? I'm not talking, well, I'll get, I swear I'll get to the, uh, the, the, the speed at which someone is canceled, if you will. Uh, but I have no problem defending somebody 
when if they're trying to you know if there's if the mob with the pitchforks come for their job um at least as far as uh if somebody is i don't know a talk show host or someone who talks for a living and their opinion is asked of them and it is okay for them to have a wrong opinion misinformed opinion an opinion is opinion they are perfectly fine to have them um but i don't think for most opinions i say most that people should be removed from their jobs canceled if you will not allowed to work um but with all of that so so cancel culture so we can all be on the same page at least we can all be working from the same uh What's it called? The same dictionary. There we go. To cancel, quote unquote, cancel somebody. Um, I guess is creating enough social media kerfuffle to remove somebody from a uh, from the current line of employment in which they entail. I think that think that works. Um I don't think that people should not should be not allowed to provide for their family. Okay? I'm saying that right now. And the whole thing about the speed of cancellation is The speed at which the media is ready to jump to canceling somebody, as it were, is really um, let's just say that we don't get the same speed of that person needs to be canceled. Okay, let's put it this way. The baby shot somebody in a Walmart. Shot a man in Walmart. But if you look up if you look up the baby the first news, or at least the most popular news article that will come about, is that the baby is that the baby is a homophobe. There was more upheaval over something that the baby said than the baby did. What that has to do with the speed at which society is willing to judge and cancel individuals is that they're only willing to judge and cancel individuals in with, with high um with with the quickness of the flash if you will is that they want any opportunity to uh demonize and other their uh political opponents the problem is, is that that's more of a tactic on the right, or sorry, on the left, as opposed to the right, 
who's willing to always say, hey, guys, slow down. Um, I I listened to Ben Shapiro uh, defend that one chick who had a bunch of, uh, it was a, it was, God, either New York Times, New York Post, forgive me, I don't remember, but a bunch of people had like uh, unearthed, newly, un- recently unearthed tweets by this individual. Um, they were, I believe, I want to say they were either uh, uh, anti-white or anti-Asian. I don't remember, to be totally honest. And Ben Shapiro was like, listen, they were already there when she was hired. You should not fire the person. If it, was, if it already happened and then you got hired, you can't get fired. You shouldn't be fired. If they didn't, fi- if your employer didn't find him before you got the job, and then you got the job, and that was still there, a, you should not be fired, and b, this is my point, boys and girls, I had the mining mustache, is that the your new employer shouldn't make you take them down. They can ask you to. But there should be no legal recourse for the company to force you to take that down if it was there before you were hired. And I agree with Ben Shapiro on that. Um, but if you say something in the employee of a company, say, then I think it's okay to, um, and the company says, hey, we don't like what you said. Whether because a bunch of people got their pitchforks and, uh, you know, protested the, uh, the the said company. Then other than that, I don't, you know, that's up to the company, I think. I would pray that every company would have a set of uh, uh, Weibos, testiculos, if you will. But they usually don't. But I digress with my... Two cents. What does Marky Mark say? Wahlberg responded. Yeah, especially when you have stuff in your own closet that you have to worry about. For me personally, I know I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I have been focused since I was uh, 16 and 16, 17 years old, turning my life around. And that's a daily task that I have to continue to work on. What? I was like 16 years, 67 years old. I realized, you know, I got to get my shit together, bro. You're not even out of high school. Chill out. Maybe that's why I don't like Mike wall. Mark Wahlberg cocksucker works too hard. Nine kids though. Nine kids. It's definitely Irish Catholic. Um, uh, we all have our moments. It is not my place to judge. And I know that all the work that I am doing is to hopefully, hopefully, when it's my day to be judged that I get a pass, that I get to go, that I get to go up, he said. So guess what it is that you're selfish, Right? Like you're doing all this proselytizing and uh, for um, second chances so that the man upstairs might forgive whatever horrific sins you might have, uh, you know, uh, what's the word here? You might have done in the past, right? 
But I digress, and we continue with bounding into comics. When asked why Father Stu is needed now, Mark Wahlberg replied, people need to have faith and hope. Young men need to know that it's like uh, that it's like to be oh, sorry. Young men need to know what it's like to be a real man. Well, I've been saying that for quite some time. Hell, I'm barely figuring out what it is to be a real man. And that's and that's not even because. Um, well, let me rephrase that. I know what it is to be a man. For me to be a man, I still need a couple things I'm missing. So at least uh, I was raised, luckily, in a way to identify when uh, I am lacking. Thank you, Father. Now, for Father Stu and this movie I, and, and Marky Mark, I agree. Um, too, many, uh, too many of the males in the species now... Uh, are you listening to these weird, like, uh, you know, maniverse advice YouTubers and trying to learn it that way? And most of those guys are like, man, you're the prize, dog. You're the prize. She needs to be begging you for the pussy. And I'm like, if you have that kind of status, sure, I guess. But, um... I think self-improvement, me personally, I think self-improvement is the best way to, um, uh, both for men and women, are the best way to find the uh, optimal, optimal match, I guess, or have the, be the most marketable out. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that as long as you are the best you, you're able to, tr I feel like whatever the best genuinely is the best you or however good you are at that moment is the best person that you can hope to uh, bag, I guess. Right? Attract? There we go. Yeah, attract, definitely. So let me see here. So I guess it would be the best way to attract, to attract the most optimal uh, mate is for you. To be the most optimal you. There's a whole nother problem with even that idea. But don't worry, we'll come back to that one day. Right now we're talking about Mark Wahlberg's Father Stu. And you could list a million reasons. Just turn on the news where you look there. Are, uh, wherever you look, there are reasons for encouraging people to have faith and have hope, he added. And yeah, that's true. Life kind of sucks right now. But um, if this is going to be, if this is what the movie is about, you know, redemption as it were. But let's see here. The official description of Father Stu reads, quote, based on a true story, Father Stu is an unfledgling, unf unflinchingly, honest. There we go. Unflinching. Unflinchingly. Stu is an unflinch, unflinching, Huh. unflinchingly honest funny and ultimately uplifting drama about a lost soul who finds his purpose in the most unexpected place when an injury ends his amateur boxing career Stu Long moves to LA 
dreaming of stardom. Uh, it continues while uh, oh, it continues while scraping by as a supermarket clerk. He meets Carmen, a uh, Catholic school teacher who seems immune to his bad boy charm. Uh, determined to win her over, he. Uh, the longtime agnostic starts going to church to promote uh, to impress her. Uh, who hasn't done that? I mean, let's be real here, boys and gr- um, guys. I think that's something uh, honest to God. This might actually be one of those like what it is to be a man, right? Have you gone to a uh, a religious service? To impress a girl. You might be a guy. No, you might be a giga Chad. If you have ever gone to a church, not of your denomination to impress a young lady. I've done it a couple different times. I watched the floor open up and watched the priest preacher uh, drown people. Yeah. Saw that happen one time. Um, It's. Oh, man, I need Billy or, or Mr. Coach Al to be here for this one. This is a story that is uh, uh, both wild and disappointing all at the same time. But you know what? Um, I'm going to have to say I'm going to watch Father Stew. I'm going to watch Father Stew already. Just that alone. Obviously, if you're a priest, you're not going to be uh, uh, giga-chagging with, giga-shagging with the ladies. So I think that's a good place to leave it. We know that uh, he does all this and becomes a priest. I'm assuming that it, it'd be fucked up if he like did all this. Um, well, you know what? Maybe she's a lesbian. Maybe that's why she is uh, impervious to his bad boy charm. She's like, fuck it. I guess I'm being a priest now. I like mine better than anything that they wrote. But I'm going to watch it. When is this coming out? Let's see here. Uh, the 13th. So as of right now, it's three days from where I'm at. So by this time, you should have already watched. If you're listening to this on podcast, you should have already watched this damn movie. All right. If you're listening to us live here on the Stitcher. No. Where are we? Mixler. Right. Mixler app. Um, that's where we are live Sunday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Till whenever I run out of steam, which I am currently running out of steam right now. It's like a horrible marathon, but I don't know why I'm still here other than to say. Um, we're going to watch Father Stew. We're going to let you know what we think about it. Um, do I agree with some of the sentiments being said here? Yes, 100%. Did I know uh, Mark Wahlberg was a uh, um, not even a devout Catholic, just any kind of Catholic? No, I didn't. But, hey, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like when you're, uh, like I said, uh, no one's more racist than uh, a, a minority. And if they think that they are that you are either one of them or one of them adjacent, or maybe that's just me, let us know in the comments. Don't forget to share this podcast, which is on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever podcasts are found. That's where you'll find the Half Baked Treehouse with your host, the Manic Mustache. Don't forget to download the Mixler app on the. Android App Store, Google App Store, uh, Apple App Store, the all of those. 
Yes. That way the uh that way you can uh, turn on your notifications. Let them that way the uh that way you will know when we are going live. But we usually go live, like I said, eight thirty PM Sunday through Thursday. And um I think that's all the housekeeping. Don't forget to uh like leave a five star review. That's right. Leave a five star review. Share this with your friends. If you like us, if you don't, please continue to hate lot listen. I really appreciate it. Even though you hate me, it feels good to just know that you even think about me enough to hate me. So, with all of that being said, from the Half-Baked Treehouse, I am the Manic Mustache, reminding you that I am a gorilla. Love yourself. Good night, everybody.